Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. And I'm Robin, and we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Hello, and welcome back. It has been a long, hot minute since we were Sam, it's been a whole year of not seeing you since I last know. year. It's been, no, it hasn't been a whole year. It's, well, but it's it has you. been, it has been all of 2020. It, that's right yeah. because we haven't seen each other so this is like, and i have missed you i know i missed you too like i was thinking this morning i was like since we recorded or started recording this podcast like in the end of july i'm like yeah. this is the longest stretch i've been without seeing you i'm like i miss robin i know and then we we were going to get together and do um dinner yeah and i texted sam and i said um it's not good my wife has had Technically, she's had three kidney stones. She passed three. She had three that she had to have removed. And then, um, let's see, what else happened? At? Oh, you got she, magnesium poisoning. Well, she had um, got the shingles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So then after she got the shingles, everybody at her work has got the flu. And she was like, I think I got the flu. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I had met. I I overloaded on magnesium, so that was not good at all. Don't ever do that. They're just a hot mess over oh, there. Oh my god, hot mess. Finally, we're feeling better. It's like thank God. Well, so my house, we have a five-month-old baby, so she had RSV, which is like super baby cold. So oh, then, oh no, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So I had a sinus infection, and I was sick, and then she got RSV. And then I got sick again, and then Randall got it, and so I think we're finally over it. Yeah. But, like, we ended up taking her to uh, Brenner's one night because she, which is, Brenner's is the children's hospital here in the area, but um, she was, like, wheezing. Like, she was coughing really oh, bad, and she was wheezing baby. a little bit, and I was like, I'm freaking out. We got to take her. <laughs> so, yeah, we ended up taking her to, to the hospital. Was she okay? She was okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. She's yeah. so sweet. She's such a. Not today. She, she's not. Just a. He just want to eat her up. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. I want to feed her to to Buckbeak. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> she's being a. She was such a monster Don't today. Do like. Don't do that. I I'll post a picture of this crazy kid. Like she will literally stick her lip out when she gets ready to cry. Oh yeah, because like, I had mm-hmm. I had come up and Randall was walking away. Yeah. And I was like. What are you doing, baby girl? And she watched him walk uh-huh. until he was out of sight. And that bottom lip, yeah, real slow. It was kind of like slow motion. Yes. And I, and um, one of their friends was holding her, and I was like, "Dude, she's getting ready to wail. She uh-huh. sure did. She started wailing. Yep. She's like, I'm on my daddy. Oh, she's rotten. So I went out to the kitchen, and I it, like she's in her bumbo, and I like Randall was beside her, and I like leaned over and was kissing her cheek, and I pulled back. And there goes the lip. And she just let loose. And I was like, I birthed you for you to act like that? No. She was sad. You pulled your face away. She wasn't even willing to kiss you more. No, she wanted kisses from Randall, not me. <laughs> okay, I have bottom some. Bottom of the totem pole around here. I have some wizard, wizarding world news. Uh-oh. First of all, the wizard, the wizarding world um, website sucks. It's Because horrible. we tried to do a quiz and we couldn't do it. The quizzes were, like, not working. Yeah. So I downloaded it onto my phone. Mm-hmm. It, when you listen to the episode, you'll hear it. We downloaded it onto my phone. It's timed. What? It's timed on the app, on the phone. That's the dumb. Wizard, the wizard, the, the, it's so stupid. Why? I don't want to. I don't know. That's I don't stupid. know. But anyway. So oh, have hey, some... we have a retweet on our Twitter. Oh, sweet. Yay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It just popped up on my watch. I was like, hey. Uh, so first of all, I have some, before I get into the Wizarding World news, I want to <laughs> apologize to anybody who's listening when Sam texted me while we were recording. She wasn't in Ohio. She was in Indiana. Well, and I get the two mixed. I mean, you might have been in Ohio yeah. when you, when you so, texted me. I just don't, I get you confused yep. with the girls oh, in Swish and Flick because yeah. they're in, in Ohio. Right. And I just throw you in that category. And I know it's Indiana, no. but it's like. I am. Okay. Jules, I'm sorry, because I know you're from Ohio, but we Hoosiers are better. Oh, God. Sorry, Jules. Don't I love you. piss ya. off our good, biggest fan now. I know. 
Don't but do, she don't do that. Jules, I promise when you get here, I will give you a big hug, and <laughs> you you're my Midwestern sister, so it's all good. So I want I I just wanted to apologize for that. But yeah, I had spent the weekend in Indiana, but when I texted you, we were driving through Ohio. Oh, okay, like, perfect. So then that worked uh, out. I didn't even know. No, I wasn't even driving through Ohio. We were in Kentucky. That's even worse. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, Kentucky is a really nice state to drive through. Yeah, unless really you're going nice. from unless you're going from Paducah to Illinois, and then there's nothing. Well, we drove. We literally drove across the entire state. So we Louisville, all the way to North Carolina, or well, all the way to Virginia in Kentucky. Long. Oh man, that's a haul. State. Okay, so I have two two things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zoe Kravitz. Yes. Who is uh, Lita, Lita Lestrange? Lestrange. Lestrange. Yes. In uh. Fantastic Beat, no. Imaginary, Imaginary animals, animals where, they where they may hide or lay or whatever, however you said it. Um, she was on Ellen and announced that she is going to be Selena Kyle in the new Batman movie where oh. uh, Robert Pattinson is Batman. Uh. What? Why do you make that feel? Oh, What's like, the problem? I don't want Robert Pattinson to be back. You don't know. You have to give the man a chance. He may pull I it off. I want Christian Bale back. Don't you make that face at me, Robin. I don't like him. <gasps> he is like one of the best Batman. No. He is. No. Robin. Michael Keaton is standard. He was beyond me. Like and such a dr- Christian no. Bale needs to stay with the dragons in that movie. Uh, no. Huh? He was in that movie with the dragons. Do you not remember that movie? What are you talking about? Christian Bale was in the, that movie called I Don't Fire or something, and there were dragons. I don't know what you're talking about. You need to look that up on IMDb. I probably do. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Disclaimer. And then I went to go look on IMDb at the Batman to see where they were, and Colin Farrell Ooh. is Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin. Uh. Why is he always gonna play the bad guy? So, so well, you have to what you'd have to wait and see. But he's so hot; it's not fair. I love Colin Farrell. Okay, but he does a really good bad guy. Got to give yeah, it to the man. The penguin's so him. ugly. You don't know what the, he might be good looking in this one. You don't know. Maybe. Well, you I'll just get, have to right, give him a chance. Right, you just have I'll to give him a chance. chance. Okay, so that so that is the Fantastic Beast news Mm -hmm. so the harry potter news this is a story that um daniel radcliffe told on the graham norton show and i about oh is it about uh and i about snorted about oh okay go ahead it's probably not one of the games so he was telling this story him and his girlfriend were in new york city and for some unknown reason they had somebody's dog it wasn't their dog it wasn't her dog it was just somebody's dog that they had and so (laughs) i mean it's like okay and um (laughs) they were walking the dog and his girlfriend forgot something, so she went back up to the apartment. So he said, "Here, I was on the street, waiting, you know, with the dog." Da da da. da. And he goes, "And I ha- happened. It was cold, and I happened to have on two sweatshirts. One was a hoodie, and I had it pulled up over my head. And uh, but the dog was a little dog, and so he kind of bent down to kind of pet the dog to keep the dog warm. And as he was doing that, you know, he was kind of scrunched over. He looked up." And he said, probably about 50 feet, he saw a guy who was kind of looking at him, and the guy kind of smiled at him. And he was like, well, what's, what's going on? And he was like, you probably, you know, know that, you know, thinks I'm Harry Potter. Da, 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 da. So he was sitting there, and he was rubbing the dog, waiting on his girlfriend. And the guy walks, walks, starts walking towards him. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, he was like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy my fans. But I was trying to be incognito. And then the guy passed him. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. And he said the guy passed him, but he kind of could feel like maybe he had stopped. And he kind of turned. And the guy did. The guy had turned around, and he came back up to Daniel, and he handed him a $5 bill and said, here you go, man. Go get yourself a hot cup of coffee. Oh my god, he thought you he was a beggar. <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. So it was funny and I was like, I have to remember that story. I want to tell it. I want to tell it on ridiculous because I love it. He he you know, he was like, Oh, this guy recognizes me, but the guy just thought he was homeless, so it's okay, Dan Rockcliffe. I too have days where I look homeless. Me too. <laughs> many, many days. 
Oh, All right. Not so much anymore now that like my job, I have to be very put yeah, together. You have to be professional. professional and... But like, yeah. it's Saturday. I literally was in a pair of like running shorts and a big oversized like hoodie all day, and I'm like. Should have like walked through. Like if I had thrown my hood up, people would have been like, "That girl's homeless." So hair was I wore my uh, I wore my sweats to work today just because we were working outside. As I know we're gonna be cold, so it's not cold. That's because you're from Indiana, and you people, it's you know it's snowing there probably now. Y'all, it's forty five degrees. I'd be rolling my windows down. No, I'm sorry, it's fifty two degrees. Yeah. So, it's supposed to be it's 70 not. degrees on Monday. I know, it's crazy. <coughs> Welcome so. to the weirdness of North Carolina. Oh, that's no joke. Also, just quick disclaimer. My kid is in the living room. She's being a monster today, so if you can hear her crying, I'm sorry. No, no, these might not pick her up. <laughs> Robin, have you heard her cry? Yeah, but they, they picked up, the the other ones picked her up, but the they, these might not pick her up. Well, we'll see. But disclaimer, if they do pick her up, I'm sorry, she's well, a monster. Well, they know you have a kid. I mean, they've so, been with us. That's true. Also, I have a glass of ice with, or a glass of water with ice, so it's been clanging around, so sorry about that. <coughs> that was my Coca-Cola. So, I need one. Okay. Are we ready to are start we? wand makers? I believe so. All righty. Let's do it. Okay, so a wand maker is a person who constructs and sells wands for witcher... Witchers. Witchers. Witches and wizards, and is thus an important occupation in the wizarding society. The practice, and this is spelled incorrectly, and I, I copied and pasted this. I didn't type this. So sometimes when I'm spelling practice, that's exactly the way I spell yeah, it. That's incorrect. It's not an S. It's a C. It's not an S. It's a C. Right. Yeah. The practice of making a wand is known as wandcraft. A related occupation is the wand keeper. Though it is unclear whether this is merely another term for wand maker or a separate occupation. Regardless, one such example was an associate of Garrick Ollivander's working for the shop's Hogsmeade branch. I wonder if he's like just like a like a Walmart associate, you know? Like, like a clerk? Garrick Ollivander is like the CEO of Walmart and then like the rest of y'all are just clerks. Clerks. Yeah. I hope they can run our cash register better than the regular Walmart people. That's why I always go to self checkout. So I have to. So I'm going to interrupt right now. I'm going to okay. tell you a story. Go ahead. So I've started. Um, we do grocery pickup I at the regular the Walmart, pickup. and then little stuff like fresh veggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I go to that Lowe's that you met me at. I love Lowe's. So in the mornings, if I go on the way to work, um. You have to go through self checkout. They're, they're yeah. the, it's not open, and it irritates me because I like I like for them to do it. One, they know how to bag, and two, they're very nice. Oh, at Lowe's. At Lowe's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, so I don't like doing my own bagging at Lowe's. Yeah. Now at Walmart, leave me alone. You and don't let me touch get it done. Right. I'll do it. So yeah, that's just my little story. That's why I like Lowe's. Like it's I don't know if it's just in North Carolina. Like is it just a North Carolina chain? Lowe's. Uh, as far as I know, yes. Yeah. It's it's honestly probably the nicest grocery store I've ever been in. Depends on which one you go to, because some oh, of yeah. them I've been in, and I and I was like, I'll never shop here again. See the one because they're in like town. rude. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm your patron. Yeah. Don't be rude to me. Yeah. Well, and the one here in town I love. It's so nice. Plus, well, like this one is give a- me a little drinky drinky while I'm shopping. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, it's called Sip and Shop. They have a yes. bar. In the grocery store for all of you that don't know what we're talking about. That's right. And if that's if you don't have one of those in your hometown, y'all need to move down to Petition North Carolina. Petition for it. <laughs> yeah, or move. Yeah, you know, move whatever. Here, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry for the interruption. A wand maker uses wood and cores found in the wizarding world to construct a magical instrument to conduct, conduct magic through. Wand makers are, use a variety of woods and cores based on their personal research and preference. And use wood and core found in their land. For example, wand makers in the United States use Thunderbird feather and Rogaroo. Rogaroo is that how you say it? Ro- what is Rogaroo? What is that? Uh, um, I'm not entirely sure. I just remember it being in a podcast that I listened to. Okay, Rogaroo or... hair. But wand makers in Britain used Phoenix feather and unicorn hair. Maybe it's like a unicorn. Maybe it's like a horse or something. Uh, 
I think I have it in our next episode. Okay. I can look it up. No, no, I know I have it because I broke down what they were, but I can look it up. Okay, perfect. The earliest known wandmakers were druids who thought any plant that had a woody stem would be used and could be used in wandmaking. In Britain, at least, it was normal for the purchaser of a wand to provide their own core or request something specific. Generally, I'm almost okay, I got, go ahead. Generally, a tradition, traditional or well-liked subs, substance. So I just wanted to clarify what a druid is really quick. <clears throat> a druid is It is, is a... not the little men <coughs> in the brown hoods on um, Tatooine with that big old thing. That's not a druid. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you never heard that before? No. That... The people were like, oh, look, they're druids. Like, that's not a druid. No, that's crazy. No, I've never heard that. Um, I, I like, am really into, like, Scottish and Celtic history, so they believed in druids. So a druid was a member of a high-ranking professional class in ancient Celtic cultures. Perhaps best remembered as religious leaders, they were also legal authorities, adjudicators, lore keepers, medical professionals, and political advisors. So if you look it up in the dictionary breaks it down it says a priest magician or soothsayer in ancient celtic religion oh, okay yep what are those things called in star wars the little brown guys yeah the little teddy bear looking things no they're the guys on tatooine that steal droids and then sell them you know they're like that tall they're like little like little people like little scavenger things yes scavenger that's not what they're called they have a name <laughs> i'll look it up go ahead all right they they were stealing the um the mandarin ship correct okay i'll look it up wine making shops are known to date back to the establishment of olivanders in 382 bc the family had traveled from a mediterranean country in roman times and set up a stall in what would eventually be diagon alley a descendant, Garrick Ollivander, became a renowned wandmaker. He forsook the concepts of witch, witches and wizards procuring their own wand core because he thought their wands were usually unrefined. He claimed to have found more success in doing so. He researched the best wand cores and found the best wand wood to complement it, and rather have and rather have a purchaser select their wand, he let the wand choose the purchaser. From the 13th century, there was a story that Death had created the Elder Wand for Antioch Peveril. It was told in the tales of Beetle the Bard. In the United States of America, there were four renowned wandmakers using cores and wood native to their country. Isolot Sayer, is that correct? Yes. Was the earliest known wandmaker in America. <clears throat> Shacoby? Shacoby. I don't know, Shacoba Wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. Used Thunderbird tail feathers. Johannes Yonker. Johannes? Mm-hmm. Johannes Yonker used Wampus cat hair. It's German. Diago Quintana. I like having you around. <laughs> Do it again. Diago Quintana. Used White River monster spine, but this went out of fashion. And Violetta? Mm-hmm. Bovius? Bovis. Bovis mm-hmm. used Rogaru hair. Okay. Jawas. Do what? Jawa. Ja- yeah, the Jawas. Yeah. yeah. They're not druids. No. No, they're definitely not. <laughs> For sure not. <laughs> All right. Is this me or you? <laughs> I think that's you. No, hey, Robin, yeah, the wandmakers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's you. All right. Do you just want to go back and forth with them? Oh, uh, we can do half? that, or we can do we can just do the the half part. Okay. Wait, where's half? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> don't shoot me. That's all right. It's been a while. It's oh, I been see a it. Okay. Whole year. I know. We're trying to get back in the swing of things. We're a hot mess, y'all. I see it. All right. So Violeta Bovis, she's American. She's born in New Orleans. She made her wands from the swamp Neha wood. She kept her wand core a secret, but it was eventually discovered to be the Rogaru hair. 
Uh, her wands were accused of having an affinity for turning to dark magic. Makusa, Makusa president Serafina Pickery uses one of her wands. Violetta is a form. <coughs> so, because we all know I love my etymology. So, Violetta is a form of the name Violet after the, fa- after the flower of the genus Viola. So, <coughs> they share their name with a shade of purple, a popular color among wizards. I'm really sorry. Um, Bovis is a French surname from Beau, meaning beautiful, and Vi, to go away. Um, so Violetta may be, may be named after Rene Bovis, a carpenter and master woodcarver from Lower Canada, known for his extensive work on churches. Hmm. So. <coughs> Arturo Cephalopoulos Cephalopos, I'm going to say, is what that is. Um, he used silver lime for his wandwood. Claimed that its alleged association with divination was a falsehood circulated by merchants like Garibald Ollivander, who have overstocked their workshops with it and hope to shift their surplus. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. So, Garrick Ollivander said that cephalopus, yeah, it sounds so weird. Cephalopus was a slipshod wand maker of an ignoramus who, to no one's surprise, went out of business. That's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Garrick is not a nice... I mean, he's very. He's he's nice, but like he's very kind of like, sh- like he what's the word? Not I mean, kind of. He's a little pompous. Yeah, when it comes pompous, to yeah. his wand but, making. But I mean, like he's considered the Even, best, though. So yes, I mean, but yes, but you also have uh, what's the other one's name? Gregorovich. Gregorovich, and yeah. he's kind of don't like Gregorovich. He kind of like. Yeah, I think I think uh, the only way we're gonna make Garrick Ollivander happy is he's like the only one making wands right. in the world. But you know, all right. So Cephalopos might be of Greek origin. Might I'm gonna say it most most likely. I'm gonna go is. with yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Cephalopos might be of Greek origin, at least in his ancestry, as his surname's etymology suggests. Arturo is the Italian. Spanish form of Arthur, whose meaning is unknown. It could be derived from British art bear combined with virus man, or it could be related to Irish art stone. Alternatively, it could be related to an obscure Roman family named Arturos. Arthur is the name of the central character in the Arthurian legend, a 6th century king of Britons who presided over the Knights of the Round Table. Um, <coughs> so, this is the breakdown of the last name. Cephalo, from ancient Greek, meaning head, in biology, the brain, and is the origin of the English prefix cephalo, suffix, cephalic. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, post, either from, or from either. Did you put, did you put Greek letters in there? no. I'm not that smart. Because that's what it looked like, Greek letters. Well, copy and pasted it. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) since I said that, I did pull all this information from, well, this, uh, the breakdown of the words here comes from uh, etymology.com. Okay. Yeah. Because that it must be Greek letters. Yeah, they I are was Greek like, letters. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. She put Greek letters in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do know how to on the Mac. It's just I wouldn't know which one to put where. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't pronounce them either. So, uh, post means leg or foot. And it is a derivative of podos. The origin of the English prefix pod. Or the other one is Greek adverb meaning how or in what way. So, put together, Cephalopos suggests an individual with low intelligence, essentially a foreshadowing of his character, ignoramus, and fate. His wand business came under. So, 
Ollivander used his name to insult him. Yeah. Pretty pretty genius. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So death, which is according to the tale of the three brothers, created the Elder Wand. So we have a few of these that we have listed, just and we just want to tell you their names because they are wand makers, but they're going to get their own episode eventually. So Mikey Grigorovich, he is going to play a pretty big role in um, the Fantastic Beast series, we think. So we have him down for a later episode. Plus, he has so much information, like on the wiki and stuff. You need to put that on the list if it's not on the list. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, that's what you're asking me. What? Yeah. Did I put it on the list? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think so. You, every time you have this is going to be in another episode, my mm -hmm. question is, did you add it to our list? Yeah, if not, okay. then, yeah, I'm going to jump back in and add okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> Johannes Yonker. It just sounds like a name that comes out of, like, New York. Yeah, Yonkers. Yeah. So, he's American. His parents were nomadges. His father was a successful cabinet maker. Uh, Yonkers' wands were in great demand and could be easily identified by the mother of pearl inlay they typically contained. If I had to have a wand made by an American wand maker, it would be him because of the mother of pearl inlay. Yeah, that, no kidding. That <coughs> sounds really pretty. Yeah. So, Yonker typically experimented with several different wand cores before settling on the hair of the wampus cat as his preferred kind. So, the surname Yonker is a variation of the Netherlands title Yonkir, meaning young lord, and can be an honorific or occupational surname indicating an ancestor that served as a Yonkir. <coughs> I am sorry. Goodness. Jimmy Kittle. Robin, what did you say earlier? So when we were looking at that, we were kind of going through the notes, and I was like, is that Jimmy Kimmel? So it's possible that Jimmy Kittle is named after Jimmy Kimmel. So we don't really know for sure. I mean, he does kid a lot. He's not funny, but, I mean, you know. I don't watch him. I don't, I, I'm I don't like more him. of a, a John Oliver person. I mean, if you can – I mean – you're being paid to be a comedian and to stand up on stage and you're doing a, a comedy bit and you can't get through the comedy bit without laughing. I don't, I, I just now Jimmy uh, Fallon like does kind of do that sometimes, but I love Jimmy Fallon. Like, like I'm thinking about the right guy, right? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel is the he's candy guy for Halloween. He tells like, he's like, he tells the kids, like, he tells those kids that he ate all their Halloween candy and makes them cry. Oh, that's Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I don't like Jim. What's the other guy? You don't like Jimmy Fallon? I don't like him. I like Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. I like Jimmy Kimmel. I, I don't, don't like know. Jimmy Fallon. I don't, I can honestly say, like, the only Jimmy Kimmel thing I've ever seen is the Halloween candy thing. I, I don't watch any of them. So. I go to bed. HBO. John Oliver. <laughs> Super Democrat over here. <laughs> don't judge me, please. All right, so Antioch Peveril, we are going to do an episode. Oh, maybe I should actually finish Jimmy Kittle. Yeah, you didn't yeah. finish. Okay. We got so, sidetracked. I know, right? That's so bad. All right, Jimmy Kittle, a British wizard and wand maker who owned the shop Jimmy Kittle's Wonderful Wands in Diagon Alley. He is presumably an inferior wand maker to Garrick Ollivander, as most wizard children get their wands at Ollivander. Apparently, yeah. he's not. Yeah. You don't even see that in the movie or... I think Anything. they have like a really blurred out sign that's his. That's supposed well, to be like. Well, I tell shop. you what, when we go so. back to um, the Wizarding World, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll look for it. Go ahead, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know if it's in the. When you and I World, go, but... when you and I go. <laughs> we're gonna see. make. We're gonna make plans. <laughs> we're gonna save our money. We're gonna go. Haley might be fine by the time that's it happens, right. but well, we're, yeah, well, but I'm going. Want her, but you so. want her old enough to yeah. so she can enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Antioch Peveril, uh, we're going to have an episode on the Peveril brothers. So hang around for that. The Ollivander family. We're also going to have a um, uh, an episode on them. You put your name right in the middle of them. You know that, right? Yeah, I, I broke them up. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Go ahead. You got this. <clears throat> okay. Sorry. <laughs> We don't uh, know what we're doing anymore, so guys. So, Geraint, Geraint, Ollivander, I guess. That's what I was saying. 
Um, he was a great wandmaker who lived in the Middle Ages. Uh, he came from the obviously a long line of wizards who began selling wands in London in 382. He's an Ollivander. <laughs> um, he was born in the Middle Ages somewhere in Great Britain. Uh, he took up the family business in London, studying further into Wanmore and becoming an accomplished wand maker. He considered it an honor to match a witch or wizard with a wand made from wood of the cypress tree because it indicated he had met someone who was going to die heroically and left that fact in his writings. Do you want me to do the etymology? Sure. I love etymology. Geraint is a name of an unknown origin, possibly a Welsh form of the late Roman name Gerontus, deriving from the Greek Geron, meaning old man. Geraint was the name of a figure various Welsh legends. He was also incorporated into later Arthurian tales as one of the Knights of the Round Table and the husband of Aned. Did I read that wrong? Uh, oh, the husband. Oh, never mind. He is a pure blood. If anybody really wanted to know. Okay. It's extremely important like, to know that they're pure blood. No, that's sarcasm. But also, <clears throat> kind of makes me curious. Do you think that. Um, <coughs> do you <clears throat> do you think that the Ollivanders were able to keep their wands so strong because they were purebloods? Does it make sense? Does that question make sense? That their wands were so powerful because they were purebloods? Right. Um, I I I I want to believe no. I don't right. think it matters. I, know, I think a wand maker is someone who can wield want a wield wood in case a magical strand mm-hmm. of whatever the, that is within that wood and then that wood and then that wand because of their talent or their proficiency with that makes it a good wand not because they're pure, pure, pure blood Half blood, um, or Muggleborn. I, oh, yeah. I don't think that really has anything to do. It should. It yeah. shouldn't have anything to do with it. And I would say I would agree with you because, of, like in the case of Johannes Yonker, his parents were nomads, right? And it seems like his wands were pretty powerful, right? But it, I think it also kind of leads back to the quote that Ramus says at the end of the movie when he's like, "It's not the power of the wand; it's the conviction of the wand wielder, something like that." Well, we know that you don't <coughs> technically. Technically, you don't need a wand right. to perform magic because we see Dumbledore perform magic without a wand. But you have Snake. to be extremely powerful to be and able to And you have to, to know do what you're that. doing. I mean, yeah. the wand, the magic is in the person and yeah. the wand helps you concentrate it and, yeah. and control it and use it. Mm-hmm. So we know that you don't technically have to have a wand. Harry performs magic without even knowing he's performing magic. Yeah. A lot of children well, do that, lot, too. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to say. So uh, you don't have to have a wand, and Lily does it. And then, obviously, yep. um, Ariana does oh. it. Uh, uh, With the boys. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you don't have to have a wand to perform <coughs> magic. You just control it and concentrate it and focus right. it with the wand. Yeah, and that So makes I sense. don't think... That being a pure blood has anything to do with that. Well, and that's what I that's what I was meaning by the Ramus quote. He says it's not the the power of the wand, but the conviction of the wand wielder. Yeah. So I think it would translate similarly to the it's not the power of the wand maker, but the conviction of the yeah. wand maker. Okay. Look at me, I'm all genius. I like when we get into that kind oh, of I stuff. Oh, I do too. Okay, Gerbold Octavius Ollivander. Was a wandmaker who came from a long line. We all know this. He's an Ollivander. Oh, is he? Don't look at me like that. You know, I miss you. I have to be a smart <laughs> Alec. Uh, I. Now that you say that, I called a friend of mine the other day. We went to high school together. And I haven't seen her in a long time, and I, she's a nurse. And mm-hmm. I called her for 
so that my niece who's going into nursing could talk to her. And I said, hey, how are you? She said, good. Um, I said, what are you doing? She goes, uh, I'm talking to you on the phone. I went, <laughs> smart, smart Alec, as always. She's like, there's no other way. I was it's like, true. Okay, yep. so Gerbald was born in or prior to the 19th century, somewhere in Great Britain. Really? We, did, we, don't, we can't narrow this down? Um, let's see. He took up the family business, obviously, studying further into wand lore and becoming an accomplished wandmaker. He believed that Fur produced the survivor's wand as he had sold wands of this wood to three different wizards, each of whom found himself in mortal danger and came out unharmed. He was also fond of saying, if you seek integrity, search first among the poplars, which his grandson, Garrick, found correct based on his own experience with poplar wands and their owners. Uh, during the 19th century, at a time when wands made of silver lime were in vogue, the wand maker Atur Cephalopos claimed that the wood's reputed connection with the powers of divination was a falsehood circulated um, by merchants like Gerbold Ollivander, who have overstocked their wood shops with the silver line <coughs> and hope to shift their surplus. Uh, he fathered a son, Gervasi, and by the late Gervais. 1910s had a grandchild, Garrick. Gervais. Oh, Gervais. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, d I do my Irish uh, heritage incorrectly is it is it irish it's probably maybe scottish gervais is it celtic i don't know celtic would sum that up let me look let's look it up you go ahead i'll, I'll okay. look it up all right gervais olivander like ricky gervais isn't he irish ricky gervais yeah maybe Okay, so Gervais was born before 1890. Some can, can they be maybe born in London since they have a shop in London? Yeah, I yeah. would assume. Sure. You know, um, he is quoted early in my career as I watched my wandmaker father wrestle with sub, sub, substandard wand core materials such as kelpie hair. I conceived the ambition to discover the finest cores and to work only with those when my time came to take over the family business. This I have done. He and his wife, who is a muggle-born witch, had at least one child, Garrick. According to Gervais, it is impossible to fool a wizard or witch who carried a wand of cedar wood, an opinion that his son shared. Yes? The two things. Yep. Redone. Uh, Go ahead, almost. finish. Okay. Sorry. As it was pr practice, whoever did the wikia does not know how to spell practice. Yeah, I know. It's bad. Unless that is a London, I mean a British spelling. Um, as it was practiced at the time, a cus customer would often present the wand maker with a magical substance to which they were attached or had inherited. I would say probably like Fleur and her grandmother's hair. Yeah. I like that. Or by which their family swore. As such, Gervais had a wide variety of wand cores. Early in his career, his son Garrick saw his father working with the substandard wand core materials such as kelpie hair, nasal whisker, and troll whisker. It was then that he conceived the ambition to work with only the finest cores, thus discover the ideal wand. I think that was... That, that doesn't make sense. What? It should be early in his career. He saw his father working with substandard wand core, and they put his son Garrick in there. No, because Garrick is the one who says, no, "I watched my no, son or my father." I have a quote here. Okay, from Gervais, who said early in my career, as I watched my wandmaker father wrestle with standard wand core materials such as kelpie hair, I conceived the ambition to discover the finest cores and to work only with those. When my time came to take over the family business, this I have done. Okay. I apologize so much because I just looked at that quote and it's freaking Garrick. Uh-huh. I thought it was. Yeah, it's Garrick yeah. who says that. I don't, so why would you have that quote in there with Gervais? Because it's about him. <sighs> yeah. 
I don't read very much, apparently. <laughs> oh well, there we go. Okay, now on to Garrick. What was it okay. that you wanted to say? So, two things. Gervais is French, and it means skilled with a spear. So, uh, the other thing, obviously my question has been answered. If you, about, like, the pure blood and, um, because yeah. Garrick is, he'd be, what, half-blood? Or was yes, because well, his mother was Muggleborn. Muggle so yeah, he'd be half blood. And that's how they have him no, listed. Be they have him listed as half blood. Okay. Yes. Okay. They do have him listed as half blood. Go ahead. All right. So he was born pre nineteen oh eight, September twenty fifth. This is his date of birth. Uh, he is a half blood. Um, he is the proprietor of Ollivanders. Um, during the twentieth century. He's widely considered the best wand maker in the world, and many wizards and witches bought their wands from him. In 1996, he was captured and tortured by Voldemort. Um, he was rescued by Harry in 1998. He had him for two years. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I didn't realize that. Uh, he imparted Im- important information. Oh. What? Maybe it's a movie, a zombie dump. Isn't it in the... Vanishing Cabinet, fifth book, fifth movie. The Vanishing Cabinet uh, is in the sixth book where they use it. But when they they find Draco going into Gorsh, um, yeah. No, what is it? Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, stop screaming at me. We'll figure it out eventually. Um, when he, when, I'm pretty sure they're walking by Ollivanders and one of them goes, oh, Ollivanders, everybody got their wand from him. Because he's like, well. That was in the sixth movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was in the sixth movie. Yeah. So it would be about two years. Just in my head. Because they don't find him until, like, the war, when the war was in Yeah, that was at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, the, it was in 98, but yeah. He imparted important information regarding wand lore to Harry. It helped him an understanding of the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a Ravenclaw. Oh, I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I wonder if all of the Ollivanders were Ravenclaw. I, they didn't. They didn't say were they. I'm gonna assume as yes. Okay, let's see. He grew up in the family business and showed precarious talent in wand making. Soon he developed an ambition to improve upon the cores and wand woods he made and developed a determination to pursue the ideal wand. Before his proprietorship, proprietorship hello, of Ollivander's, Wizards used a wide variety of wand cores. The customer would often present their wand maker with the magical substance. He would turn it into their wand core. Mr. Ollivander believed that doing so altered the wand's temperament, and he revolutionized the way wands were crafted by having cores of immensely powerful magical substances expertly enclosed in special, specially, specially selected and complementary wand woods with the result being that the wand would be matched to the owner and that the wand itself felt an affinity for. That's so cool. I know it, right? While there was initially substantial resistance to this new way wands were made, it soon became clear that wands made by Ollivander were far superior than any others. His method of locating wand woods and core substances, marrying them together, and matching them to ideal owners were all jealously guarded secrets that were coveted by rival wand makers. Sometime in his career, probably in the summer of 1938, Ollivander sold Tom Riddle his wand. Shortly before the 1984-1985 school year, Ollivander sold a wand to the soon-to-be student of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Wizardry, just like he did their brother before them. Does that read right? No, because we don't know Shortly who the student is. Shortly before 84-85 school year, Ollivander sold a wand to a soon-to-be student 
of Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry, just like he did their brother before them. What student? Oh, uh, okay. It's Hogwarts mystery crap. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's canon, but it's not canon. But it's, uh, okay, it's canon, okay, uh, but, okay. Yeah. As with other wand makers, Ollivander made it his business to study the mystifying Elder Wand in depth, such as its history and distinctive characteristics. Unlike Hermione Granger, he believed that the Elder Wand was not a myth or tale and showed great enthusiasm with the powerful object despite the fact that it was dangerous and has had its, had a bloody history. When held captive by Voldemort, he was forced to relate all information he had known about the powerful wand. He also revealed that the last person rumored to own the wand was Gorovich, a foreign wand maker, though he did not believe the rumor and thought that Gorovich spread it as a boast to his business. Ollivander supplied Harry with a wand, and as he did so, he told Harry a few facts about the wand. He explained that the wand was a core, and in Harry's case, a phoenix feather. He told Harry that the body of the wand is made from a choice of different woods with different magical properties. Ollivander said he made a similar wand using another feather from the same phoenix, but using a different wood. Harry's wood was holly, which symbolizes, symbolizes protection rather than Voldemort's yew, which is a symbol of death. He also explained that the wand chooses the wizard rather than the other way around. Immediately after Harry left the shop, Ollivander sent a letter to Albus Dumbledore informing him of the wand's sale. Uh, let's see. And on November 13th in 1994, Ollivander presided over the wand weighing ceremony during the Triwizard Tournament. As a very recognized wand maker, Ollivander was asked to inspect the wands of the champions in the 94-95 tournament. Before the competition started to make sure they were all working properly, <clears throat> while he found no problems with any of the wands' performances, he expressed doubts of Grigorovich's styling of Victor Crumb's wand and the use of Vila hair as a core in Florida Delacour's wand. Her name, you know, whatever it is. Here's interesting information. In 96, Alexandra Walker attempted to rob Ollivanders. She could not, however. She was arrested. This event made the Daily Prophet headlines. I love that. Alexandra. My cousin's Alexandria. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. He goes by Lexi, and I'm always like, what? Alexandria is so beautiful. Yeah, but it's really long. It's a lot on the it tongue. It really is. In July of 96, <clears throat> Ollivander was kidnapped by Voldemort's Death Eaters, leaving behind an empty, locked-up shop and no signs of a struggle. It is believed that one of the last wands he sold was to Neville Longbottom as he disappeared the next day. Ollivander was captured by Voldemort and his Death Eaters and was held prisoner at Malfoy Manor, where he was forced to make a new wand for Pettigrew. He was tortured by Voldemort for information regarding the twin cores of, of Harry's wand and his own. Ollivander told him that he merely needed to use a wand other than his own to face Harry. Which we know that didn't work out. True. Because it's the power of the... It's not the power of the wand. It's yeah. the conviction of the wand user. Mind slip. Ollivander was an intelligent man with a perfect memory when it came to his work. He remembered the details of every wand he ever sold. He seemed to become happier the more difficult the challenge to find the exactly the right wand for a difficult customer was. He used a magical tape measure to help access customers for their wand. Ollivander had a professional enthusiasm for wand lore and was immensely learned in it. A less savvy aspect of his personality was that his fascination with wand lore sometimes eclipsed his sense of right and wrong. He was so fascinated with what a powerful wizard can do, which matched with the right wand that be he became detached from good or evil nature of their actions. A prime example of this would be Tom Riddle. Even after the first Wizarding World War, Ollivander remembered him as having done great things with his wand. Terrible, yes, but great. An even more extreme example was during the Second World War. Did I say that right? The Second Wizarding War, Lord. When Ollivander, having just been rescued from a year of imprisonment and torture, 
at Voldemort's hand was briefly enthralled by the thought of what Voldemort might do when matched with the Elder Wand. PSA, it's the last time we recorded together was something like December 15th. It's now February 1st. Bear with us. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Okay, so he can make wands. He's very versed in wand lore. He has nonverbal magic. He... Uh, he has ability in apparition. Like most accomplished adults, he can apparate. Um, he's very skilled with transfiguration, with charms, wand versatility. Uh, he has an eidetic memory. And for those who don't know what eidetic means, that means a photographic. I don't care what Sheldon Lee Cooper says. <laughs> photographic. I wish I had it. I'd be so smart. His I own am. wand was made of a hornbeam wood with a dragon heart string core. Giving away all my goodies for the next episode. And his, well, I thought we were doing wand makers. Huh? You are. This is Ollivander. Yeah. He has a pet peacock. Heck yeah. I would have a pet peacock. Tell me those mics are not picking this kid up right now. I don't I don't know. I bet you they are. Sorry. She's losing her mind right now. Okay. Are you done with Ollivander? Yeah. Okay. So, remember when you said um, that the customers would bring him something that they were attached to? Imagine the strength of that wand. So, like, like, if you had to bring him something to put in your wand for, what would it be? Let me think. I would, if I was a witch... I would definitely want a phoenix. Mm. So I would try to bring him a tail feather. I would use a lock of my screaming baby's hair. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't know if that would be magical. I think it could be. I think because like okay. Well, if the that's the case, the greatest love or the greatest magic is love. Is love. Well, then we I would have to, and Harry you have to understand, Lily. I love my wife, but Jake Russell, my long departed Jack Russell Terrier, mm-hmm. was the love of my life. Now, I love the dogs that I have now. I love the cats that I have now. Dobby Sirius is my baby boy, but Jake was my, he is my true love. Yeah. I have and I would take some hair mm-hmm. shaved right off his back because yep. I had him shaved. Mm. That that I'd take him that. If that's what we're yeah. talking about, I'd do it. I'd take Jack yeah. Russell's. I'd take him Jack Jake's hair. Yeah, because like to me, like if it were Haley's hair, like to me that that would be the most powerful thing. For yeah. Me. So. Yeah. Like I would move heaven and earth for that screaming baby. Like she it's is. killing me right now this season. They're wailing her head off, and I can't go get her. So. She is angry. Okay, so this is uh, Theago Quintana. Yeah, I I pronounce it like Iago, Thiago. Thiago mm-hmm. Quintana, maybe Quintana. Yeah, something like that. Quintana. He was an American wizard. He, along with Shikoba, Wolf, Joe. Johannes Yonkers. Johannes Yonkers. Violetta. Bovis. Yeah. And one of, uh, he was one of the four wand makers. In the Americas. In North America. Yeah. His wands caused a sensation when they were first introduced. They were sleek and unusual, long in design. They produced spells of force and elegance. They contained a single spine taken from the back of one of the white river monsters native to Arkansas. Initially, there were fears that the species was being overfished, but the ecological impact was lessened by the fact that only Quintana knew how to lure the creatures. He fiercely guarded this secret up until his death, after which wands contained White River monster spine cores were no longer made. He was born in or before 1909, and he died somewhere between 1930 and 2016. And that is way a big gap there. So I was just stating that there's this huge gap between when this dude died. 
He died somewhere between 1930 and 2016. Yeah. I mean, way to narrow it down there, Potter World. Oh, kid, right? If you haven't uh, guessed, we have a little guest who's All right, not so very now where, happy. where are the ones where we're doing more episodes on? The Shakoba Wolf? Um, the Sayer, I saw Sayer and James Stewart okay. are both going to be more episodes. Okay, so I can do the wolf one. Yeah. You might be able to hear her now. Oh, you can definitely hear yeah. her now. What's the matter, baby girl? What's the matter? Alright, let's see. Okay, so Shakoba Wolf was an American witch or wizard. They don't know um, gender. Uh, and you uh, you can't really put a gender on that because that could be male or female. I I think it's female. Um, cause I broke down the name Shakoba. Um. So you want to go ahead and and I'll just say what the sure. etymology is at the end. Yep. Okay. Let's do that. So, uh, they were born. Uh, in or before 1909. <clears throat> That's really all the information they give. Uh, Go of Choctaw okay. descent. Wolf was best known for crafting wands that were in- intricately intricately carved. Wands made by Wolf contained thunder- thunderbird tail feathers as cores and were generally believed to be extremely powerful but difficult to master. They were especially sought after by practitioners of transfiguration. They are mentioned on a Chicago Wolf Fine Arts advertisement in the New York Ghost in 1926. That was weird. <laughs> the individual's gender is left unspecified on Pottermore. Various official translations vary the gender. In its native language of Choctaw, it is gender neutral. However, historically, it's more often used as a female name. Which is why I said it was, yeah. I think it's female. So, Shakoba means feather in Choctaw. And wolf is one of those um, things that we see cross Native American cultures a lot. We see, um, I, I would, as a, a history major and somebody who just generally loves studying Native Americans and history and things like that, wolf is a, is a continuous crossover and it almost always in every tribe seems to be associated with medicine. Um, so you may have like a medicine man or a medicine, uh, I can't think of the, a shaman um, who is somehow has the name of wolf. Um, wolf is always most often associated with courage, strength, loyalty, and a success in hunting. I'm going to go with female. Yeah, I, I I would say female as well because you no, know, often in a lot of languages we see an A on the end is feminine. Yeah. So I would I would venture to guess she's a female or they are a female, but we really don't know. Okay, so, so Isolot Sayer and James Stewart were doing in another episode, which is they married. Are That'll doing- probably hit right around the time that because we are we're really saving, aren't we? Like saving everything up. Um, Fantastic Beasts for closer to the release of the movie. We can. Yeah, I mean it's up to you. I mean we can wherever it falls, but okay. just you know we're not we're not dissing them. We're just gonna put them in a in yeah. a different episode. Yeah, they then, easily have enough for their whole episode, yeah. maybe two episodes. And then Salazar Slytherin was also <laughs> was also a, a wand maker because he made his own wand. He did of snakewood. Snakewood. Yep. Um, really, come on. Technical difficulties. And we had talked about that earlier when we had talked about about him when we did um, the founders. Yeah. <clears throat> so he had made his own wand. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's time for the history of magic. All right, so the creation of the Sword of Gryffindor. The silver sword with large rubies was fashioned by goblets, including the king Ragnuk the first, and is enchanted. Ragnuk the first, and it is enchanted. According to Pottermore, the sword was created a thousand years ago, and that was in 
circa 1000. So somewhere around there. So. All right. Well, there it goes. My doc was taking a hot second to win. <laughs> so. 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 That's about the 10th time I've said so. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. We Get it together, Sam. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Come on now. It's been a it's been a long episode, Robin, for for not doing it for like six weeks. I'm like, huh, what are we doing now? We're trying to get back in the flow. So of I was loading the last uh, Dumbledore episode. I was mm-hmm. loading it, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm still not going to see Sam for like two more weeks. I know. <laughs> it's been so long. So, Robin, you know what this episode's taught me? I need to stop saying so. <laughs> I did that in the last one with um. Yeah. And I could hear myself doing it and I was like, stop doing that. Everybody and then I'd go and um. Uh-huh. And I, Amy has pointed it out to me and I'm sure she was sitting there going, hello, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Keep pointing this out to you. So well, I keep, I'm trying to keep that in my head for so and um. Yep. But like it's it's hard because we it's the flow of how we talk like even right. in like a regular conversation. It's so here we go. See what I mean? Yeah. It, when we're talking like this, we're trying to have a regular conversation, but for people listening, hearing like and so and um gets really annoying. It gets yeah, yeah. It gets old. So we're we are we are aware of it and we are trying to and stay we are aware of it, on it and we are trying to work on it. Listen. Yes. We finally got the freaking microphone situated. So Woo! we're. Did you hear how loud I was? Listen, Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> listen, if you ever think of starting a podcast, just know if you email us or Facebook message us, I will totally help you out with microphone <laughs> information. Because I don't want anybody to go through that kind of. That was like how long? 17, 19? Well, we're on episode 21. I'm also very sorry because that means that I'm louder. My child, whose face is almost as close to the microphone, is equally as That's loud fine. as I am. That's all right. <laughs> so, sorry about that. She's calmed down now. And so she's. All right, since you, uh, since you have this child, I'm going to do this so we can wrap this up. Go for it. All right, we're trying to boost our iTunes and Facebook presence. So, please look for a very special. Well, here, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Uh, yeah, this is why. Here, let me do it. Okay, so we're going to, what we're doing is we're trying to boost our iTunes and Facebook presence. So we're going to do some giveaways. So we Okay. Have, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's why I had wrote it. So, because like I knew like where I was going with it. All right. Okay. So we are, the prizes, there's going to be two giveaways. One on Facebook, one on iTunes. So for Facebook, if you join the Facebook group, it's an entry. If you already have joined the Facebook group and you comment, you post it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Just like that comment. Listen to Haley. So if you comment, if you start a thread in the Facebook group, that's also another entry. Exactly. Haley, come on, baby girl. Tell me about it. All right. So it's one entry um, per person per contest. Right. And then then iTunes. Yes. Yes. And then iTunes, if you leave a five-star review... You'll be, that's an, that's an entrance. That's yes. an entry. And then we'll take, we're going to do this for a whole month, right? Yeah. So today is February 1st. It is. So this um, will upload tomorrow on Sunday. So that's yes. the second. Mm-hmm. And we'll post this on Facebook as right. well. So you and guys so can see it. And so then that will be uh, the whole month of February. So March 2nd. When My did you birthday. Say? Did you say March 2nd? Yeah. So March 2nd, then we'll pull from each. We'll get we'll do a random drawing we'll let Haley pull it yeah and we'll have a random drawing and then we'll let you know who won mm-hmm. and the prizes are going to be some sort of water goblet that's right it won't be a rat with a tail I promise no ew. but it'll be some <laughs> type of water goblet okay. I might be able so one of the giveaways is going to be I make tumblers so one of them is going to be one that I make so maybe I can get crafty and, and make a, a rat. Please don't make a rat goblet. water Why goblet. Not? It's the year of the rat. It's nasty. That's gross. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be real. All right. Also, look for a special. No, wait a minute. That's... Yeah, a okay. special release Least episode on March, on March 2nd. 2nd. Yeah, that's and we'll gonna post be... it in our Facebook group. Right. So a second re- or that special release episode is going to be the winner. 
So. And then we've decided we're just going to go with our uh, Facebook page group, mm-hmm. not our Facebook page. Yeah. So we'll dissolve that Facebook page, correct? Yes. And so just join us in the group. We wanted just a more intimate place that we, we can We want to interact talk. with you yeah. guys. If you have questions, uh, if you have uh, requests, we, we have uh, one uh, fan who has yeah. requested, but he, she does it through the iTunes, iTunes review and we're not all that doesn't we don't get notifications we have to yeah. go look at those so it's easier if you go to the Facebook group and post that in the Facebook group because yep. because it'll notify both of, Samantha and I but if you do the if you put that stuff for in requests iTunes. on iTunes we have to physically go look right and, and I don't spend don't a, lot of, a lot I don't check it a lot yeah uh, so Please, we, we just want more interaction with you guys on the Facebook uh, group. Yeah, we want to know we're not just talking to Jules and our other fans. Right. But, I mean, we're going to keep doing it even we if we are just talking to We will continue to do that. We will, but <laughs> so, cause we we'd like it. more people yeah. to join in. Yeah. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Ridiculous Pod. Yep. You can follow Sam. She still has the baby over there. You yes. can follow Sam on Instagram at Samantha Goddard 3 You can follow me running my pups and I just I keep saying that I'm going to start running and I I have had all kinds of weirdness happen to me but tomorrow morning I will be running and I I've been going to the gym lately so I might post more gym stuff yeah very good yeah also be sure to rate and review us on iTunes uh next week we move to what you might win something yeah you might win something next week we go into wands heck yeah we do that might be a three episode deal We'll see. It's at least two. So I, so last week when I was doing the quote, instead of saying power, I I I, I said Potter. Oh, Aww. I won't do that this week because after I did I it, like I was it. like, oh, that's not right. No, Thank we you. oh no, that's not true because we always need more Potter. That's true. Yeah, we do. We we do. Okay. So thank you for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling. Go be freaking kind. Bye.